the Umayyad Emirate of Cordoba. Establishment. In 755, the exiled Umayyad prince Abd al-Rahman I, nicknamed al-Dakil, or the immigrant, arrived on the coast of Spain, and according to some sources, the town of Umanacar. He had been on the run for over five years, fleeing the wrath of the abbesses, and had arrived in Spain to set up a refuge for others fleeing the abbesses, such as himself. News of the arrival spread across the Aladonis like wildfire, and when word reached that the, at the time gar- governor, Yusuf al-Firver, he was not pleased. Luckily for Abd al-Rahman, he had to deal with the rebellion first. During this time, Abd al-Rahman and his supporters quickly conquered Malaga, and then Seville, and finally besieging the capital of Al-Adunlis, Cordoba, Al-Abd al-Rahman's army was exhausted after their conquest. Meanwhile, Governor Yusuf had returned from the quashing another rebellion with his army. The siege of Cordoba began. And noticing the starving state of the Ab al-Aram's army, Yusuf began throwing lavish parties every day at the siege went on to tempt Ab al-Aram's to defect. However, Al al-Aram persisted, even rejecting a truce that would let Ab al-Aram marry Yusuf's daughter. And after re- deceivingly defeating Yusuf's army, Abd al-Aram was able to conquer Cordoba, where he proclaimed himself Imr of Cordoba in 756. The rest of Iberia was easy pickings, and al-Abd al-Rahman would soon have control of all of Iberia. Rule Abd al-Rahman would rule stably after his conquest, building major public works, most famously the Mosque of Cordoba, and helping urbanize the empire while defending defending from invaders, including quashing numerous rebellions and even decisively defeating invasion by Charlemagne, which was later inspired the epic Chaison de Roland. By far, the most important of these invasions was the attempted reconquest by Asib's Caliphate. In, seven, in six, 763, Caliph al-Mansur of the Absids installed an al-Allah ibn Mughath as governor of Africa whose title gave him dominion over the province of Al-Andalus. He planned to invade and destroy the emirate of Cordoba. So in response, Abd al-Rahman fortified himself with the fortress of Cordoba, Carmona, with 10th the soldiers of Al-Allah. After a long, grueling siege, it, it seemed as Al-Al-Rahman was about to be defeated. But at the last stand, Abd al-Rahman, with his outnumbered forces, opened the gates of the fortress and charged at the resting Absid army and decisively defeated them. After being sent the head of al-Allah, it is said that al-Mansur exclaimed, Allah be praised for putting a sea between me and Abd al-Rahman. Abd al-Rahman I would die in 788 AD after a lengthy and prosperous reign. He would be succeeded by his son, Hisham I, who secured power of the exiling his brother who had tried to rebel against him. Hisham enjoyed a stable reign of eight years and was succeeded by his son, Al-Hakam I. The next few decades would be somewhat smooth, only interrupted by minor rebellions here and there, and would see the rise of the emirate. In 822, Al-Hakam would die and not be succeeded by 
I would sorry, and would be succeeded by Abd al Rahman II, the first truly great emir of Cordoba. He rose to the power with no opposition and sought to reform the emirate. He quickly reorganized the bureaucracy to be more efficient and built many mosques across the empire. During the reign, science and art would be flour- would also flourish. As many scholars would flee the Abbasid Caliphate due to the disastrous fourth fitna, notably the scholar Abdus ibn Fernas would make an attempt to fly, though records vary of the success. In 852, Abd al-Rahman II died, leaving behind a powerful and fit nation. Abd al-Rahman would be succeeded by Muhammad I of Cordoba, who, according to the legend, had to wear women's clothing to sneak into the imperial palace and be crowned, since he was not the heir apparent. His reign would mark a decline in the emirate, which would be stopped by the legendary Abd al-Haran III. His reign was marked by multiple rebellions, which would be dealt with poorly and weaken the emirate, most disastrously being the rebellion of Umar ibn Hafsun. When Muhammad died, he would be succeeded by Emir Abdullah ibn Muhammad al-Awahi, whose power barely reached the outside of the city of Cordoba. As Ibn Hassan ravaged the south, Abdul did almost nothing and slowly became more and more isolated, barely speaking to anyone. Abdullah purged many of his brothers, which lessened the bureaucracy loyalty towards him. Things looked bad for him, but were about to get much worse. Because around this time, multiple local Arab lords began to revolt, including one Karub ibn Khalilin, who ended up conquering Seville. Some local loyalists tried to quell the rebels, but without the proper funding, their efforts were in vain. It seemed the emirate was destined to fall due to the bad decisions of Abdullah, but he had made one good decision in choosing his heir. He declared that the next emir would be his grandson, Abd al-Rahman III, skipping over four living children. Abdullah would die in 912, and his throne would pass to Abdullah al-Rahman III. He destroyed all the rebellions that had ravaged his father's reign throughout forced diplomacy, obliterating Ibn Hasun and hunting down his sons. After this, he would lead multiple jihads against the Christians, even sacking the city of Pamplona and restoring some prestige to the emirate. Meanwhile, across the sea, the Fatimids had risen up in force, ousting Abbasid government in North Africa and declared themselves a caliphate. Inspired by this action, Abd al-Rahman joined the rebellion and declared himself a caliph in 929.